Vibe Machine Hi, this is Josh Kiff, and you are listening to Undercovers. I love album art, and this is part three of our discussion with one of the greatest album art designers of the modern era, Mr. Lawrence Azarad. If you don't know his name, you will definitely know a lot of the albums that he has worked on, including those for Silver Sun Pickups, Wilco, The Foo Fighters, The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Elvis Costello, just so many. And we pick this third and final piece of our discussion up with John Frusciante's solo album, to record only water for 10 days. Vibe. Machine. My comment that I've written here is that John seems like a very minimalist kind of guy and his artwork fits that. And um, I'd say that that may be accurate, very quiet, minimalist sort of person. Would that be correct? Yes, but also complex at the same time. Mm. And I would just it's been many years so i can't faithfully speak for him now but it seems like he just kind of like someone maybe too artistically capable for this world you know where okay. just yes. like like he's not gonna make small talk with you about you know this or that um but i did have the pleasure of and and this is at a time where i was getting comfortable with kind of doing my kind of restrained thing design wise. So it was it was a nice match. And we actually ended up using two special, the blue and the orange are, are Pantone inks, which for a record label to do on a major release is a really unusual mm. deal. But I would go to his uh, apartment at the Chateau Marmont, which here in Hollywood is like this like famous hipster hotel where like Bushi <laughs> died and stuff like that. Very, very fitting. Yeah, yeah. It's it's and the fact that he had like a whole apartment house at the chateau is, you know, like to go up there and and yeah, he he had books on like we were discussing Da Vinci and Michelangelo and and like really like, you know, yeah, on that level, and and that that just that little orange line with that little orange curve, like we debated for a long time on the the angle and the the rate at which the curve bent, and um, so it looks like there's nothing on it. But to our point earlier in the conversation, the things with the least on it, yeah, every decision matters the most. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And you, you talk about artists that are sort of not of this time or not of this world. And and that leads me to Lincoln Park, because obviously they've lost one of their shining lights in Chester. Yeah. Um, and you worked with them on the live in Texas. And you've mentioned Frank Maddox, um, yeah. who I've got to know a little bit over, over this. And I, I text and talk to quite regularly um, now. But you were, um, you know, he worked particularly closely with those guys. So I was interested in how you came on board with the Live in Texas project. Yeah. And I then, of course, for Collision Course as well with Jay-Z. Sorry, you also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one that I was more um, involved in. But I'd have to really pass that one to Frank. Um, because <laughs> he, Frank and I have been friends my whole career. And and I, I think the world of him, I think the world of him as a person and as, as mm. an 
artist and as a designer and and as as just as a person and character. I I mean, funny side note is um, my very first job out of college for nine months before I got my first job at Warner Brothers. I say Warner was my first job, but for nine months before Warner, I worked somewhere else, and that place was a design firm that Frank's dad owned. So <laughs> I knew Frank um, while Frank was still in art school and Frank was would come into the office and he would use his dad's office to make his art projects and just kind of like knew him from that world. And, and I, Frank got himself into Warner Brothers, but I certainly introduced him. It, it, was, it was all kind of good. We were friends and we all kind of like came in together and um and that was another situ scenario where i was independent and frank was deep 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 in with lincoln park and mm. um frank was like hey buddy do you want to do you want to help here and i i would just say very humbly and gratefully that i was merely assisting um in in kind of I mean the the Jay Z Lincoln Park thing that was there was a lot of things to assist on it was, it's like a, mm. a movie coming out or something yeah. yeah posters and banners and LPs and configurations but I I would it was really Frank had always had Frank had a deep trusted and deserved creative relationship with Lincoln and um, so. I was merely sous chef, if you will. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because Frank seems to be able to pick the right people for the right projects to to yeah. assist because he brings Donnie Phillips in quite a lot and uh, oh. and 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 a, and a few other people that uh that I've spoken to and and everyone of course has high regard for Frank, but he seems to be able to sidle up to the to the people and pick the right one for the right project, which is a very great talent to have. <laughs> It is, in fact, the graffiti artist that did the illustration on Lincoln on on Collision Course. Weirdly, I think I went to high school with that guy. Um, his, his name, I, I don't want to get it wrong, but I do know he was known as the Facebook artist because. Do you know this? No. No. Yeah. He. Um, he had done a mural at Facebook's headquarters when Facebook oh, was right. a little internet company, and instead of getting paid for the mural, he got paid. He got paid. He got in paid stock. shares. He got paid in stock. So when um, Facebook went public, I, I think it, it, it like it was a two hundred million dollar mural or something like that. Yeah. So what a clever guy! What a clever guy! Yeah. It's, um, uh, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. it reminds me of another guy. Um, he was like the road guy for Black Flag. And he had such a small amount of money after your Black Flag days, but he invested it in something like Twitter. Yeah. And yeah. he made an absolute fortune out of it. And this guy was like homeless and would, you know, scrounge out of bins. And he ended up making this fortune by taking whatever money he had and investing in this startup, which is just brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I love it when 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 people do that. But but um, I, I I wish I wish I did. Oh no, I yeah. know, I know. I think we all do. I think we all do. But uh, if if I had the hindsight to buy a little bit of Bitcoin back in the day, it would have been lovely. But we should move on. And I would be shot if I did not ask you about Foo Fighters. Come down and waste away with me. You worked on Skin and Bones, both the the sort of the DVD package um, or the Hyde Park 
um, album, and then the the Skin and Bones album itself, which, while once again looks quite simple, I'm sure, as you've mentioned before, is anything but. And it would have been quite easy just to stick a bucket load of band images and leave it at that. But but you went for theatre images. I believe I, I believe it would be the, some of the theatres they played. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, were the band, or in particular Dave, because it really is Dave's show, um, was he hands-on with the design of that? Uh, you know, I, I, wow, wow, I haven't thought about this one in a long time. Also, the photographer was Danny Clinch, who's uh, yes, just Danny. super star, super great guy, super talented. And Has yeah, a great Instagram page, by the way. Great Instagram page. <laughs> um, that The Skin and Bones came from one show that they had done at the Pantages Theater here in Los Angeles. And I, in a weird footnote, I, that was like, as a kid, the first time I'd seen like a real live play. It was a, a it's a, just a beautiful, beautiful theater. And I remember just like walking in and being like, oh my God, this place is amazing. This whole art deco palace and temple. The theater was so beautiful. It just seemed like a natural thing to kind of mm. just sit on that um, and, and the architecture uh, because there's so many DVDs of live performances that are just of a band playing live. Uh, yep. and I did have, I had one great meeting with Dave and it was, it was easy peasy, just like me, just <laughs> like you would imagine with, with um, Dave Grohl to be. And, and I have met Dave Grohl and he is very, very easy to get along with, very, um, you know, very, very giving of his time. And, and uh, yeah, he, he just uh, has that, he put people at ease when, you, when he talks to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of moments in your life in the music industry that you kind of can't believe are happening and um, I had shown up at the, his studio and it was in a, it's in a funny place in Los Angeles, like a place that way out of the way. And it turns, long story short, I was there first and the only mm. one there and um, just because of tra LA traffic and it, just Dave was there and Dave was like, hey, you want a tour? Yeah, you know, so just, yeah, just get like a tour and then, and then like we go up to the lounge and waiting for the meeting to say it's just me and dave Grohl, just like just relaxing just relaxing yeah totally so uh and we show him the cover and love it it's great so that 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 one was was pretty i love it great. i love that it's that easy I yeah. and i've spoken to um pr brown paul brown who yeah. did um there's nothing left to lose and and he he talked about how how easy dave was to get along with as well so so it it, it does it does fit it makes sense um so we've chatted about food fighters now so food fighters fans can relax but uh but um an another one i would be remiss if i didn't ask you about is the beach boys you got to work on the reconnection album of the beach boys where brian's back with the band yeah um but that's why God made the radio. That one yeah. must have been special for you, especially being a California boy. Yeah, yeah, that one was a special record um, and one that was was harder because of those components, the components you just mentioned of, of those mm -hmm. those players getting back together and um, wouldn't have been easy. <laughs> no, no, it, I'm, I'm happy with that wave pattern. Um, yes. But we sometimes you have other 
aspirations in mind. We had tried for more California type of things, and then that that logo, um, the 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 neon logo is is one mm. that had for so many years. Um, yes. So you're kind of logged into that, which kind of sets a certain tone, and and. I'm happy to have done a record that people people like the cover and and, yeah. and like the record and and um, we had we had grand ideas to do things that like a sculpture on the beach that spoke to like saving the ocean and mm. things like that and and again sometimes sometimes it's just um, smarter to do something well done simple and straightforward. It's incredible because you managed to incorporate the sun, surf, and sand. By not incorporate, by not mentioning any of them, yeah. you look at it and you instantly go Beach Boys, which yeah. which which is perfect, and it makes the perfect artwork. So so well done for that. But uh, I so I'm fascinated by anything Beach Boys. Um, I, I just think that's incredible. And and then moving on, and this is one of the last ones I wanted to talk about um, is Silver Sun pickups. Ah, yes. Once again, a band that are uh, in, you know, that underground indie cred is what they have in bucket loads. Yeah. Um, even though they're they're not indie, I don't think. But uh, but <laughs> yeah. But uh, India. Um, yes. <laughs> I was interested in how the relationship with those guys formed. Did that did that form through a record label? That one was a little bit more organic. Um, mm-hmm. I love working with the Silver Suns. They're, they're, they're great. They're just a delight. Um, and they're, they're really encouraging of doing things that are creative and doing things that are innovative and doing things that are different. And um, I think the one consistent ask that they've asked me to do on each record is do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, they always want it to be artistic and. and we, I, I, in my 20s and 30s, lived in, in and around Silver Lake, which is where they're from. Nikki, the bassist, actually used to work at Warner Brothers when um, when I was there. So and incestuous. We, yeah, it is. And um, she's just wonderful. Um, yeah, she, she was... <laughs> it was just very... While she was working at Warner and at Rhino, you know, the company was like, hey, you, you got to stop using the company copier to like um, Xerox J cards for your cassette. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, they, they got their start at this club in Silver Lake that we all would hang out at. Um, and um, I didn't, as, as the Discog show, I didn't jump in really until I guess they're fourth or fifth record mm. so um neck of the woods was my first turn with them but yes. um they we just all immediate we're we're from the same neighborhood we're from the same the same ilk the same ilk came up in music at the same time brian is they're all wonderful joe and and, and christopher and nikki they're all highly intelligent lovely lovely people super smart super funny um, it's it's just tr- truly pleasure. We we like really have a good time when we were together, and it's one of uh, my favorite projects to work on. It's, it's I yeah, love hearing that. I love hearing that. And the the album that I wanted to talk about because I could talk about everything, but I love the Better Nature album artwork, and it's the one that you feature on your on your website. And everyone, I do like to mention website, so it's laddesign.net. Yeah, is yeah. Lawrence's website, but uh, 
But uh, I love it. I love it perhaps in a way that you might not realise. I have been talking to a lot of artists and a lot of these artists have worked with the rapper Naz, who very iconic rapper over in the States and um, quite artistic in the way that he does things. And Amy McCauley did the album artwork and it's a renowned yeah. album artwork. He's called Illmatic where it's got his suburb where he grew up and yeah. then it's got his face um, imposed with, you know, 50% opacity over the top. So yeah. you can see through it. Yeah. And it reminds me of better nature. I, I look at that and I go, I can see resemblances there. And it's resemblances that I didn't expect. Um, obviously, you've got the, you know, you've got the picture and then the superimposed. Um, he's got his neighborhood. And then and then you've got um, sort of the wilderness shot. Um, and then you've got a person imposed over the top. Um, was uh, where, where did you get the inspiration from? Obviously, you didn't get it from Naz. <laughs> no, no. Although I, 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 I was friends with Amy McCauley. I only, nothing bad happened. I just haven't talked to her in forever. And, and she's, I, she's I, lovely. She's, she's she's a super person. Um, God, yes. Yeah, and uh, I remember going to her office uh, when she was working on that. Um, it was fun to have a friend in another label also kind of growing up I was doing the peppers. She was doing rage, rage against the machine. We just kind of like, we're like colleague buddies. Um, so I know that cover. Well, no, that, that, that is a picture of Joe Lester, um, from the bands. And just like I said, they always wanted and try to do, um, artistically innovative things and, and, mm. and the, package like the neck of the wood stuff is that that house is photographed by todd heido who to photo people he's like a super museum high level like yes also a friend of the band but so they're 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 aiming they're aiming to do good stuff so joe's wife was actually a phenomenal photographer in her own right rebecca drake they had done this whole photo shoot in the desert um with these uh smoke bombs and smoke mm. bears, yeah and just kind of really covering themselves with like pink pigments and everything with color the you know the cellophane yeah, stunning stunning colors and yeah so that, that, everything is stunning yeah so that's joe um just holding a smoke flare to his oh, right. yeah and then the mountains just kind of like came in inverted upside down with some transparency on it and that was kind of like one of those things where it just kind of comes together and, and <laughs> you're like oh that's a cover you know and again yeah. I, I feel like i'm kind of coming back to this idea again and again that like there were more designy covers but sometimes the more straightforward ones are the best where things were the other covers things were sliced in half and in a triangle shape and this and that. But this was just like a beautiful pairing of two images that said something. Marriage of those two images was was quite an accident. But when it did come together, it was kind of like, well, that that's kind of a, a good accident. And we we had some reservations about having one particular band member, you know, and not being Ryan, not being Nikki, or, but mm. you can't really tell it's Joe. And no. um, it just kind of, in a, in a weird way, it, it speaks to, I think, a lot of themes that the Silver Suns speak to. But in reality, I think it was just a moment where Joe was holding a burning <laughs> and it just kind of like... Well, it worked. It all worked, yeah. It all worked. And, uh, and, once again, thank you for giving me the answer to that amazing album cover. Yeah. That's 
why I do this series, just for my own personal need to understand whose font it is on the back of um, Californication. That, that's what I'm really about. I just want to understand these little these little bits. And, uh, and thank well, you. I'll add, I'll add uh, that that's my handwriting on um, – so on, on better nature that silver's on pickups. Uh, so when I see that on the um, stage, like two stories high, that's kind of well, they don't do it. They have a new album cycle now, but it's kind of like the weird. Very cool. See the uh, the the handwriting you use to write your checks um, on yes the cover. That is cool. That is that is something to behold. I'm I am sure. I, I am envious. I'm envious of your career. I am envious of the artists you have worked with. We could talk about. There's a whole lot. You've worked with Sting. You've worked with a whole bunch of people, but but we do need to uh, to to finish up. But I do finish on two questions, okay. Lawrence. And feel free to answer these or do not. Some are, some people will sort of answer the first one and maybe not the second one. Others just jump straight in. All but right. I, I, I do like to ask. The first question is, is there any album artwork out there that you look at and you say, I wish I had done that? And that's a double-edged question. Um, it, it could be album artwork that you go, gee, I'm jealous. I wish I'd done that. Or is there album artwork that you go, you know what? I wish I'd had a crack of that. I think I could have done something a little bit different. Mm, mm, that's a, that's Josh. That is a fantastic question. I was being interviewed by someone else who asked, do I look at a design and um, think I could have done something better? And after the interview, I thought, you know, it's not a competition. You know, I, 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 I think the honest way to answer that is I'm, I'm thankful for the covers that I've been able to do well and I'm thankful for the um, some of those records have have had meaning to people and have had, mm. have, have and, and that's what I'm thankful for. I in my in my research in music album art, there's such a long list of incredible art. Um, and it's it's I, I would never have the pomposity to say like well I could do Reed Miles better or Jamie Reed better or Hypnosis better. Um, it's just it, no no it just uh, and everyone answers yeah. that that part the same. But then they yeah. will they will they will often give me um, an album cover with they wish they had done. And uh, yeah, quite often it seems it seems to be Hypnosis that that sort of come to the top. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the, a lot of these great covers, it's it's impossible to separate the art from the record, you know? Mm. And if you think of, like, House is the Holy, if that cover came out on a band now, what would people say? It, it, that cover, it's an amazing cover mm. on so many levels, but it's also an amazing cover because that's House is the Holy. It, it, yes. It's it's and they're, and, inter, they're interlinked forever it, like, like we were saying forever. at the top yeah um, you 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 can't change them you once you get it it's it's there for life so uh um yes i i do agree but the last question lawrence mm-hmm. is yeah. is there any artist living or of past that you would like to create album artwork for oh oh wow that 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 i wish i had um pre-interview i know I, everyone uh, says that <laughs> but that's why i throw yeah, it out now yeah yeah that that's a that's a bomb we can always that's, skype again and you can give me the answer yeah <laughs> that is um it's hard to answer that without trying to filter yourself um <laughs> you know and and there's so much there's such a spectrum of music that i that i love 
Um, you know, I've been amazed by some of the answers. Uh, uh, some artists mentioned that they want, would they're, they're rock guys and they would love to do jazz artwork and and things like that, which I find fascinating and I think is great. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 my, my brain was scanning for jazz, although it's hard because the jazz covers are 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 so great in and of themselves. <laughs> and, um, you know, would it be? Uh, I, I. I, you know, I, I got, I, I'm sorry, Josh, but I, I cannot answer that. That's that, great. You got me. You got That's great. I'm yeah, fine with that because yeah, not many yeah. people do. And it's one of those ones. I normally get an email a few days later with, I should have said this. So, um, you know, I mean, I think I'll just say that, and I'll, I'll leave it at this, is that when you start to work with an artist, you really never know which way it cuts, and um, it can go good, it could go bad, it could be it could be a creative dream, it could be like the worst challenge you've ever faced. Could be Elvis Costello. It could be Elvis <laughs> Costello. Yeah. So like, I would really hate to say like you know like Bach, and then like Bach <laughs> just turns out to be like a vicious jerk or something. <laughs> like he might have been. I don't know. But, you know, it's just, yeah, I guess you just got to be like open to the ride and, and, um, you want, you want to work with someone who makes you more creative. I love it. Yeah. I, oh, you know what? I, yeah, I, I mean, no, no, I, 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 I was, I, I was right about to say John Lennon, but that, he, he probably, he probably was really quite a challenge. Well, I know a few people who I've spoken to a few people who have worked with him and they, they said he was actually quite good to work with, um, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think it depends what sort of mood and era you got him in. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, so it's like Bowie. A lot, a lot of artists have worked with Bowie and, and they say how great he is to work with and how and, and there's some funny stories about how he would come down to um, one of the artists um, sh- um, you know, workplaces to use his Xerox machine, but would never have any money because he's David Bowie and never paid for anything. And right. so they used to always have a collection of $10 notes so they could give him to get a cab home because he'd all the time ask for 10 bucks to get a cab home. And I thought that right. was great. Right, right, right. <laughs> Definitely pre-Uber. Pre-Uber, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be great if you were an Uber driver and David Bowie just drops in? <laughs> I'm sure it happens, not about David Bowie, but... Yeah, sure it does happen to these Lyft or or, or Uber guys out there, and um, or, and taxi drivers and and everyone. So it's incredible, yeah. absolutely incredible. But incredible is is your your career. So um, I hope it continues. I'm sure that it will. And thank you so much for taking thank the time. You. I truly appreciate it. I'm thrilled and honored to to be able to share with with you and your your community. So thank you. Vibe machine.